Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saying, Folks, you are listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast. Um, coming live to you here from Dickinson, North Dakota. Tonight we have Brother Seth Springer um, filling in for my pastor. He, for my pastor, uh, Pastor Bob Simons. Um, Brother Seth is the pastor of the church in Bowman, North Dakota. And um, take it away, Brother Seth. Amen. Thanks, Brother Abe. Um, can you turn my headphones down real quick? I'm about to blow out my eardrums. Yeah, let's turn them up just a bit. <laughs> Praise God. That's great. Well, it's good to be with you guys tonight on the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast. As always, this is a <coughs> excuse me, a huge honor. to. Uh, these are some big shoes to fill sitting in this chair for Pastor Simons. Um, and uh, and I do count it as an honor to be asked to, uh, to uh, take the radio uh, broadcast tonight, and um, just excited to be with you tonight, excited to get into the Word of God, and it's always I- exciting to do that, 
and uh, and uh, hopefully tonight I have a I have a message I want to talk about tonight that just um, I hope I can convey with the right spirit the right attitude. Um, I don't want to come across tonight as um, self righteous or uh, a jerk in any way. I, I just I, I you know I, I get yeah. Yeah, we'll just have to go on from there. Hopefully you get the message tonight and I can convey it well. And I just pray that God will help me to convey uh, what I feel like he wants me to speak about tonight over the radio. And, um, you know, brother, uh, if you weren't there uh, today in the, the, at the New Life United, uh, New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson, we have uh, Sunday school at 10 o'clock in the mornings. And Brother Joe Hostetler was teaching my adult Sunday school class. It's open discussion. And he uh, was really stepping all over the toes of the, the message I want to uh, try to convey tonight. So I really, I, I believe that was a confirmation of the Lord. Maybe, uh, well, you know, I do believe it was confirmation of the Lord. And so maybe God will uh, speak to somebody uh, tonight through this. But, you know, um, so let's, let's. Uh, oh, and I also do want to say, uh Hi to Gunner and Uriah who are listening. And if you know my personal number, go ahead and text me tonight. Just let me know you're listening. I'd appreciate that. Um, know that I'm just not talking to a microphone only, uh, but but to you, the people. And so if you want to text me, if you know my number, we're not going to give that out. But if you know my number, just go ahead and text me tonight. Um, but let's get into the Word of God. Um, you know, let's start here. John chapter 4, verse 24. And I want to talk about tonight, if you could title this, Brother Abe, The Truth. Um, my sister just texted me and said, I'm talking to the microphone only. That's great. But, you know, I want to title this tonight, The Truth. The Truth. Um, John chapter 4, verse 24. Uh, if you got it, say amen. I'm just kidding. But John four twenty four says, God is, this is Jesus speaking, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. And then jumping over to 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33, uh, for, uh, 1 Corinthians 14, 33, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. Obviously, I do understand the context there. Paul is referring to the spiritual gifts. But this applies uh, more than just to the spiritual gifts. God is not the author of uh, of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. And, you know, let's get started here tonight. You know, as many of you know, and I think most of us do, uh, our world is a mess. There are really uh, no other words to describe it in the American uh, Western society. Western civilization needs a revival of the things of God. We seriously need to hit our knees in prayer, in repentance, as a nation, as a people, as individuals, and come back to God. Just, you know, uh, what's heading this off, I guess, is just recently as I, I was exposed to some uh, pretty eye-opening interviews and discussions, there was a man who I was, uh, came across uh, on, uh, on you, I think it was YouTube, where I found him the first time, but, and he's not by any means apostolic. He is, by his uh, political beliefs, he's a conservative, a very much a conservative. But he, he goes to college campuses, and he will sit down um, with students and have discussions. He'll put up a table, uh, and he puts up a banner in front of his table, and it'll say something like, I'm pro-life, change my mind, or I, um, you know, I'm, uh, I believe there's two genders, change my mind. You know, and, and really, you know, he's very much conservative and he tries to, um, you know, <laughs> help other people change their mind. But he, you know, he does want his mind changed and, and they usually, they, they do not succeed at that. And, and, uh, but anyways, so these, these college students would come and sit down and discuss and debate some of the moral issues of the day with this man. And I've, I've heard of people talking about the, uh, the issues of the day, um, and uh, people who identify themselves as transgender, or people who think abortions and the and the like such are okay, and I used to uh, uh, seriously think, you know, talking about the transgender, uh, I don't know, culture, transgender people who identify as transgender, I thought people were, were like kind of joking when they said these people like to refer to themselves 
not as him or her or she or he, but as them, they. I thought that was uh, like kind of, you know, just few and far between. But in listening to these interviews where this man sits down with these these people, this is a real, like, this is a real thing. People really would like you to refer to them as uh, them or they or, or Z or Zier, you know, and just all these weird pronouns that they come up with. And, uh, you know, and I'm not going off on that, that tangent tonight, but, you know, um, but in, in one interview, anyways, this guy was, was talking with a person who claimed to be transgender, and uh, it was a man dressed like a woman. And in the interview, this person kept claiming, uh, you know, they would say, you know, he would say, well, you know, what does is, what is reality say or what does your biology say about what you are as a person? <clears throat> and they would, they kept saying things like, my truth says, my truth is that I am, you know, this transgender person. My truth, my truth, my truth. And <laughs> Uh, I was, I remember being in a conversation one time just recently with some young men in a Bible study and I had a young man say something along the lines of, you know, I've always wondered what it would be, uh, be like to be high. There was a literal mental block for me when this young man said that, you know, he's, you know, there, when I would always like to, uh, to, I've always wondered what it was like to be high. There was a block. I could not grasp that. I could not comprehend that. You know, I've never drank. I've never smoked. I've never huffed anything. I've never had a desire to get high. And I can't understand how anyone would have a desire for, uh, just to be high. Like, I didn't get it. In the same way, this conversation with this, with this transgender person that said, you know, my truth is, is that I'm like this. You know, <laughs> I was like, I, I, I couldn't get it. I couldn't grasp it. Like, my truth. My truth. And in the interview, the man does ask. He said, no, what's the truth? What's the truth? And, uh, the, you know, the, my truth. Do we still, like, in America, do we still understand there is the truth? Like, there is a singular truth? You know, I understand in America we're all winners, right? Like everybody's a winner. You you get a trophy on the little leagues just for being on the team, even though your team lost. And and I understand there's places in America where teachers have stopped grading uh, pa- failed test papers with a red pen because it's too aggressive of a color and it might psychologically damage children. I understand that. But do we still understand there is a singular truth? There is the truth not everyone has their own truth. That doesn't, that cannot make sense. If everyone has their own truth. If that's true, that everyone has their truth, my truth, then I'm going to Walmart after the radio show. I'm getting a bucket of chicken, a couple of Cokes, and I'm walking out without paying. Then I'm going down to the Ford dealership, uh, breaking into the front door, grabbing the keys of a new pickup and taking it home. My truth says that's perfectly legal, Brother Abe. Like my truth says that's totally fine, especially the chicken part. I'm up for that. In fact, I'm no longer paying taxes. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, let's, get, let's get explicit. I'm not wearing clothes in public. My truth says that's perfectly fine. I'm joking. That's disgusting. You know, I'm also going to drive on the left side of the road. Uh, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. You can't have your own, brother Abe is laughing, is this fun? Like, you can't have your own truth. You you can't just live and believe whatever you think and think there are going to be no uh, repercussions, uh, you know, on you. You're, you're not living in reality if you think you have your truth. There is one truth. There is one correct way of living. There is only truth, and then there is lies. You can either live the truth, uh, or you can live lies. There is no other options. There's no half truths. There's no partial truths. There's no quarter truths. There is either true or false. In school, uh, on on true or false tests, you know, I never growing up. I went to school. I went to public school. Believe it or not, I know I'm from Arkansas, but I did go to public school. Um, I actually graduated, but I never had an option on a true or false test of other. There was no, there was no, it was true or false. You're going to live a truth or you're going to live a lie. And you can claim, uh, life is like, you, you can't, life is like this. You cannot live your own truth. You can claim what you want to, but God's word is true. We're going to talk about that after the break. This is how it's been since creation. And guess what? You can't alter truth. 
again My hands were tied, my feet were bound Buried alive, covered in ashes My soul was six feet underground Then you rolled that stone away You pulled me from the grave Good evening, everyone. It's it's good to be with you tonight. This is uh, Brother Seth Springer filling in for Pastor Simons, Pastor Robert Simons. And if you want to hear a good radio broadcast, tune in next week. I believe he'll be back. And uh, we got a lot of um, uh, text during that song uh, of people letting me know they're listening, and I really appreciate that. Um, I'd like to say hello to the Woods and Beulah, uh, to the Caitlin and, I believe it's Caitlin and Kyle Stoldorf listening. I think Kyle's listening, but uh, Caitlin Stoldorf is listening tonight. The Stoners and their uh, their children. And uh, you know what? I got some mixed uh, 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 reviews on that, that last song we played. Uh, Sister uh, um, Becky Stoner said uh, um, she liked the message, but maybe not the music. And uh, Caitlin Stoldorf said uh, she liked the song. So you guys fight it out. Then also I'd like to say hello to Carl and Jeannie tonight for listening from Texas. And then Brother Abe said there was some, uh, I think this is a quote, some good-looking girl from Arkansas named Sierra. Is that right? Uh, listening tonight. What's you, beautiful? Oh, okay. Um, praise the Lord. We're moving on. <laughs> In the last segment here, we, we talked about... You can't make up your own truth about, uh, obviously we, we covered some topics. You can't make up your own truth about your sexuality, who you are as a person. You can't make up your own uh, truth also about the word of God. Do you know that? You can't make up your own plan of salvation. You can't live someone else's truth. About sal- about the plan of salvation either. You just can't make up your own truth. It, it, life does not work like that. Just because you, 
uh, and here's, I'm not trying to be rude, just because you, your parents, your grandparents have lived and believed something with regards to religion uh, your entire life doesn't mean that it's the correct way to believe and the correct way to live your life. Um, Ephesians, let's go to the book of Ephesians. If you follow along, if you uh, have a Bible tonight, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 4 through 6. The Bible says, There is one body and one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling. Verse 5, One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Praise God. We could go down a one God tangent right there, but I will refrain. But I love that. You know, I love this verse. Verse 4, there is one body. So what does that mean? There's one church. Praise God. There's one church. Jesus Christ has only one church. We get that. Then it says there's one spirit. You can't receive whatever spirit you want. The Bible, well, you could. Second Corinthians chapter 11 verse 4 says um, that you can receive the spirit. That's not the right spirit. I, we're faint. You know, but the Bible says that the real Holy Spirit, the real Holy Ghost will lead you and guide you into all truth. Not all your truth, but all truth. And guess what? The Holy Spirit's not going to lead you into truth outside of the Word of God. Jesus said in John chapter 17, verse 17, uh, he's praying in the garden, I believe it's Garden of Gethsemane, and he, and he says, Sanctify them through thy truth. And he says, Thy word is truth. We can all go home. We're done. That's it. Thy word is truth. If you're a person out there today, and you want to say the Bible is not true, would you please argue with Jesus? Go ahead. You ain't going to win. You know, he believed the word of God as full truth. You know, I'd be very nervous around somebody uh, who says God made me do it, and it goes against the very grain of the word of God. Pat, my pastor tells a story about a woman who, uh, and I hope I don't butcher his story, but she uh, got a divorce, and my and Pastor Simons went to talk with her and and talk over this whole divorce situation, what was going on there, you know, and, and he comes up to her, and he's talking to her, and, and I guess, you know, she, he says, you know, what's going on here, you know, and she says something along the lines of during the conversation, you know, we'll just see what God is doing in all of this, <laughs> like, don't bring God into that mess, don't do that, that wasn't God, you just made up your own truth, you just made up your own God, you know, uh, the, your own truth says, let's see what God's doing, in this, the, the the truth, the truth says God hates divorce. That's what the Bible says. So let's establish some truth. The word of God is truth, according to Jesus Christ and the apostles. Seriously, with the, the Bible, you can't improve it. You can't disprove it. You just have to take it as it is. If you disagree, you're disagreeing with Jesus Christ. The Bible is the most... Where are we going with this? The Bible is the most scientifically, geographically, biologically accurate book on the planet. I've, I've read a lot, a lot of books on that stuff. It's good. You know, I don't even have time to discuss all those topics tonight. I would love to talk about how the Bible is the most uh, scientifically, geographically, biologically, psychologically accurate book on the planet. But And we could go on for days and days, but I'm not. You know, in my opinion, Western... Society, Western culture was built on a Christian culture where there is uh, fundamental, natural truths. The truth. And the, the truth that is based on is the word of God. The truth. The word is truth. And, and that's why we are the greatest nation that's ever existed. If you would like to argue that, there's a lot of people that love to take you up on that. I'm not going to do that. But let's, let's just remove absolute truth and see how long we last. Just see how long our nation lasts. It won't. It won't. It won't. Because if you remove truth, what would you going to dissolve? Towers. But verse 5, Ephesians 4 and 5 says, There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Excuse me, I'm turning there. So if you hear some pages shuffling, that's, that's me turning there. But Ephesians chapter 4, this is where we're at tonight. We're going to hang out there for just just a little bit. 
But Ephesians 4, 5, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. The word faith in Greek, because uh, I am a Greek scholar, I'm, I'm joking, is, uh, and I hope I can say this right, is, is pistis or, or pistis or something to that effect. But it, it literally means, uh, verbatim in the English, it means one system of belief. There's one faith. There is one system of belief. There's one truth. One faith, one truth. There's not two systems of belief. Let me yeah, let me say this clearly. Not everyone who claims Christ is saved. Not everyone who identifies as Christian is really saved. You can claim uh, you know him. That doesn't mean it's true. You can claim my truth says I, I know Jesus. I know him. I do know him. But Jesus said in Matthew seven twenty one through 23, he says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Verse 22, this is Matthew seven twenty one through 23. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? Verse 23, and then, this is Jesus talking, Will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. He never knew them. Just because you claim religion, and you claim a system of belief, doesn't mean you're saved. You can't, you know, there, there is one plan of salvation. You can't make up your own truth on this stuff. You, you might, like I said, you might claim you know him. But does he really know you, you know, there's a story, and I might be a little afraid uh, to say it. This is a personal story of mine. I had it happen to me. I hope, hope they're not listening tonight. Um, but I was working at a job, putting in some windows for a, a, a customer. And, uh, you know, I got invited inside for lunch. And, uh, you know, I, I am, my wife and I and my family, we're, we're starting a church in Bowman, North Dakota, um, if you're from the area, please get in contact with me. You know, we're, we're located right on Main Street in Bowman, 17 or 18 North Main. Wow, 18 North Main. That's where we're at. You can't miss us. 18 North Main um, in Bowman. We'd love to have you on Thursday nights, whatever. But anyways, I was working this 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 uh, this, this job, and uh, the customer invites me in uh, for lunch. And uh, his, his girlfriend, who had just moved in with him, this is an older man, late, you know, um, Girlfriend living with him um, invited me in for lunch. Very kind of him. Very nice people, really. Um, but I, you know, I was talking, and I just, you know, like we believe uh, that if you're living with somebody outside of marriage, um, most likely you're sinning. You're living in sin. If you're committing uh, uh, fornication, adultery, this type of thing, if you're living with somebody outside of marriage, that is sin. That's what the Bible teaches. And so I didn't. You know, they're inviting me. They're being very nice, very hospitable, and I just, you know, don't want to go in because I, I, you know, I know it's going to come up. Yeah, I'm a, a pastor at church. We're starting a church, and and uh, just it gets awkward, you know, if people, anyways. But you know, so they, they invite me in. We're talking for a few minutes, and and uh, you know, they they were describing their religious backgrounds to me. Uh, sure enough, you know, it came up. I was a pastor, and they were describing their religious backgrounds to me, and and um, but at the end of the conversation, the the, the man says something along the lines of. Uh, you know, we've just decided that all um, these roads lead to the same place. You know, he was talking about all these denominations just leading to the same place. They lead to God. They lead to heaven, something to that effect. And, and you know, I just, you know, I was just being polite and, and trying to be nice and, and, and use couth. And I actually try to have some of that sometimes. But right on the, like right on the spot, you know, they just came up with their own truth where they they did like all these roads all these denominations they just lead to the same place we're good we're good and um i just you know no no like no that's no i just wanted to come apart you know that's just so in my nature i'm just argumentative sometimes and and, and but i didn't you know i held it together but you know what's your truth is it your truth? Is it yours? Or is the truth you're living by, is it God's? Because that's, that's way more important than living your own truth. We need to live by the word of God. That's 
according to Jesus Christ, is the truth. You know, as we start out in 1 Corinthians 14.33, God is not the author of confusion. So who is? It's Satan. Obviously it's Satan. You know what? Our world... Our world is confused. Who who is running this thing? I think it's Second Corinthians four four uh, talks about the God lowercase G of this world had blinded the eyes of them. He's talking about Satan, the lowercase G. He he he's running this thing right into the ground. You know, this world is just a mess of confusion and turmoil. And you know, in our day and age, when little kids come up to their parents and they think that. Uh, they, they tell their parents they're the opposite sex of what they were born and their parents allow them to continue thinking uh, that thought. You know, we're in a world of confusion. When a little boy comes up to his mom and says, Mom, I think I'm a girl. I want to wear dresses. Moms are, uh, are now saying, Oh, you can be a girl, Johnny. You can. You know, let's wear that skirt, you know, to, or that dress to, uh, to school. Let's do that because that's what girls do. They wear dresses. Um, whole another topic. We're not going to get into that. But that's a world of confusion. Our society has stepped away from God. That's why I said we need repentance. We need to get back on an individual, on a, a national level, on a some kind of local level. We need to get back to repentance with God. You know, there's a story in the Bible about the uh, the, 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 the Tower of Babel. My wife just texted me said, Always with grace. Seasoned with salt. Amen. There's a story in the Bible about the Tower of Babel in Genesis 11. But in the story, uh, if you read it there in Genesis chapter 11, I think it's verses 1 through 11 or so, somewhere in there. 11 through 9. Uh, 1 through 9. And in the story, the, the men of that day, they built a tower because they wanted to make, this is what the Bible says, they wanted to make a name for themselves and become something. They wanted to be something great. And so they built this tower. But the Bible talks about how God comes down and he confounds their languages and the people couldn't work together to accomplish their task. And the word Babel, uh, it, it does mean confusion. That's what the Babel means. So just imagine if we all tried to live together in a nation where we all had our own systems of belief, where there was no common ground of belief. We all had our own truths, in other words. If we all ran by our own truths and everything walked worked off of our own truth, we would quickly dissolve into utter confusion, just like they did in the Tower of Babel. Um, if we just believe whatever we want, we'll end in utter confusion which ends ultimately in utter destruction. Uh, you know, you know, for our country, this applies to our salvation. Apply that principle to anything. If you just if you take a corporation and everybody just does what they want, the thing's going to fall apart. There has got to be the truth, a truth. You know, imagine you know, if you have children, where they get a song ready here. I think we're going to be taking a break here shortly. But imagine if you have children and you tell your kids to go clean your room. Any parents out there tonight, go clean your room. And they completely ignore you. Or they look at you and, and go and say, you go clean your room. Now that's a problem in the Springer household. We, we don't, we don't apply it. We don't, we don't go with that. That don't, that don't flow. Um, but they look at you and boss you around. In southern Arkansas language, how would that fly? It wouldn't. If kids were in control, there would be utter confusion. There has to be absolute truth. And the truth is, is that the kids have to listen to their parents. This is truth. Like, this is the truth. This is not Brother Seth's truth. This is, this is a timeless truth. This is the word, you know, this is the word of God, obviously. Um, kids have to listen to their parents. There's an order. There's truth. And when you take truth out of the picture, out of the equation, you get chaos. You get confusion. You know, otherwise, <laughs> if your kid tells you what he's going to do, uh, your kid's going to run out in the street and get hit by a car. Like, I'm going to go do this. No, no, there's order. And there's truth. And, okay. You know, in salvation... I think we're getting the picture. You can't just come to God any way you want. You just can't make up your own truth. You can't just believe however you want and think you're saved. There are some ideologies out there that teach all you have to do to be saved 
And after the break, we'll get to this. But there's ideologies out there that teach all you have to do to be saved is say something called a sinner's prayer. Repeat this prayer after me. The sinner's prayer is is not even in the Bible. Nowhere. If you can find the sinner's prayer in the Bible, I'll give you $1,000. Pastor Simons will give you $1,000 if you can find the sinner's prayer in the Bible. It's not in there. And so you can't just come up with something and say, this is truth. This makes you saved now. You can't just do that. You have to apply the truth, which is the word of God. Thy word is truth. <laughs> Brother, play song. Amen. Praise the Lord. Stick with us. Well, we worship at the shroud of Elvis. And we're waiting for that money from Ed McMahon. And we're drinking from the Perrier Fountain of Youth. While we follow what the daily horoscope's saying. Taking lethal doses of MTV. Delving into pet psychiatry. Trying to treat cancer with the fruit juice cure. And waiting for the Beatles reunion tour. Cause it's a great big stupid world. And we're feeling kinda crazy as it turns around. Great big stupid world. Great. 
This is the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast, um, and Brother Seth Springer, um, pastor of Bowman, North Dakota. Um, they have service every Thursday night at, in Bowman, and um, he's speaking tonight, and uh, stay tuned. Amen. Thanks, Brother Abe, with that song. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. That song fit uh, pretty well. Praise God. You know, I'd, I'd like to say uh, hello to the, um, we got the Chris Lohman family listening tonight. Hi to you guys, the Ian Mathern family and the Ben Lee family. Um, hi to you guys. I think you're all hanging out together from the from the way the text, I got it. And then also hi to uh, Yvonne listening. Uh, she is a member of the church down in Bowman and uh, so glad to have her come to church with us and we, we love her and and uh, we actually just got to baptize Yvonne uh, just a uh, oh, my goodness a couple weeks back now three four weeks ago man time flies I think it was in January I'm sorry I don't know the date um, but it was just a few weeks back and it was exciting um, awesome awesome to see what God is doing in Bowman uh, are Pentecostals allowed to say stupid somebody <laughs> I think we can say that I I never read that in the Bible where we couldn't say stupid. Uh, hopefully we're just not being mean-spirited. Um, but anyways, getting back to the point of the message tonight, you know, we're talking about, you know, there is the truth and a truth. And, and the you know, the Bible is the truth. It's the word of God. Again, Jesus, John seventeen seventeen, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. The word of God is truth. That's truth. Bible says in one place, and I, I cannot quote it off, or the uh, the chapter and verse reference. And I'm sorry, but let God be true, and every man a liar. Let God be true, and every man a liar. And uh, how, how how true, <laughs> how awesome that there is truth. If if you if there is no truth, I think I would go crazy. I I really would. I'm very black and white as a person. Like as far as like you know. Uh, this is right, this is wrong, this is good, this is evil. Um, and if there is no truth, I, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to go crazy. But let me tell you something. There is truth, and it's it's God. It's the Word of God. But anyways, the point of this message tonight is not to condemn anyone. I'm not here to slam you. Uh, but I hope the point that I'm getting across tonight of uh, this message tonight is to get you to think about the fact that there is one truth. If I haven't said it 73 times, I'm going to say it again. There is one truth. There is the truth. Not There's not multiple truths. There's not individual truth. There's not some kind of collective truth. Um, but there is one truth. It's the Bible. That's what we base everything we do in our... I do... Uh, in my life off of. I base my life off of the Word of God. Let me tell you something. This is the best life to live, following the truth of the Word of God. The life of submitting, of surrendering everything to God. This is the best life, really. Um, Life as an apostolic Christian is the best life. If you live submitted to the Word of God, it's the best life to live. I love this life. I would, I really would not like to live uh, any other way. I've experienced what it's like to live on the outside of God's Word, and it, really, it's nothing but misery. It's, it's really nothing but heartache. I mean, really, really, when you know the Word of God, and you're not living according to the Word of God, there is a... Um, 
uh, there's not there's this uh, what would be the opposite of peace like there's there's just this uh, this this sadness there's this um, upsetness there's this misery um, with with living outside of the word of God and but when you align with the word of God this is the best life to live it really uh, really is you know and, and because and since I have submitted my life to God the Lord has done nothing but bless me really. You know, um, my I have a, a beautiful wife. I have an amazing wife. She is awesome. Amen. Not only is she, like, godly and, and holy and beautiful, she is really good looking, a beautiful person. She's really good looking. You know, I have three beautiful children. Um, I have my sobriety about me. I, I think for the most part I have my wits. Um, I'm not in bondage to drugs. I'm not in bondage to alcohol, pornography, other vices of this world. I'm thankful to God for that. Yeah, and that's because I've, I've submitted my life to Him. I've surrendered my everything to God. And, and this is the best life to live. You know, there's, um, and guess where I'm going with that tonight? You know, I, I like stats. I like the stats. I, I believe the stats say a lot. You know, statistical analysis. They, it says a lot. You know, I addressed some of the issues that are going on in our society a little bit earlier in the show. And I was talking about, um, uh, these this interview with these transgender people and and how living by your own truth uh you know it doesn't work for people you know i guess the the latest study i saw was transgender people who claim uh, that they are transgender the last i checked the suicide rates among them were at 45% just people who claim to be transgender who were born a male and who claim they are uh somehow female their, their their suicide rates are at 45%, Brother Abe. That's astounding. That's almost 50. That's almost one in two. And then people who actually claim transgenderism and then have uh, sexual reassignment surgeries, the last, the, the, the last uh, statistic I remember, their, their suicide rate was, a suicide attempt rate was at 47%. Again, almost one in two. It doesn't work. My truth... My truth does not, you know, when you say my truth, it doesn't work. It's so sad, you know, like my truth says that I can live this life. Yeah, you sure can, and it's America, and you have every right, but I'm so sorry for you. There is the truth, and it's the Word of God, and you need to align to the Word of God. Let me tell you something. Jesus said, you know, in John 10, 10, you know, he said, The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and destroy. He said, I'm come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundant. That's what Jesus came to do. You know, like for a one in one in two suicide rate, you know, or a suicide attempt rate, that that's, doesn't sound like abundant life. You know, I heard people, oh, okay. You know, I'm going down a tangent. But I heard people say, you know, that's because they're oppressed. And we're the transgender people. We're oppressed. No, you're not. In the most free nations in the world, the suicide rates for transgender people are still incredibly high. You know, I remember the, uh, you know, and the, there's people, my truth. And why am I picking on transgender people? We're in Dickinson, North Dakota. There, there's not very many. Maybe somebody else is hearing this somewhere. But, you know, the, the homosexual lifestyle, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, um, the life expectancy across the world in the most free, uh, you know, Eastern, Western, Euro- Western European nations, where it is the most, you know, accepted, uh, socially okay, um, the suicide, or excuse me, not the suicide, but the, the average life expectancy goes down anywhere from eight years to 20 years below the average life expectancy if you're a homosexual. If you're, um, and, and I'm picking on, here we go, homosexuals again, you know, and I'm not trying to pick on you, but I'm just saying this is what we're dealing with in the day, and it doesn't work. You can't live by your truth. You've got to live by the truth, the Word of God. And the Word of God says the best lifestyle, the most happy, the most uh, joyful lifestyle you're going to get is to be married to somebody of the opposite sex, stay married to them for the rest of your life, uh, raise your children with them, uh, and, and you will live the most happy, productive, fulfilled, content life in the world. Amen. You know, and, and, and so what was it too? You know, if, and let's not just pick on the homosexuals and the transgenders. Let's, let's pick on people who are living with their, um, their boyfriend or their girlfriend, living with somebody who they're not married to. The stats on that is you're, you're more likely to be abused physically, 
uh, ver- you know, verbally abused. You're, if you have children in the mix, that, that just, they're more likely to be abused and physically and verbally abused to see violence and drug use in the home, alcohol use in the home, and more likely to, you know, to, to really grow up disadvantaged. This is like the statistical analysis of sin. And, it, and the Word of God has just been here for, you know, the last, you know, what, like <laughs> 3,000 years, been written down. You know, it said this all along. And, 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 and oh, hope I'm getting the point across tonight. Your truth, excuse me, your truth isn't going to get you very far. If you get a hold of the truth of God's word, you live the best life. I bet if we did like some kind of statistical analysis, brother Abe, analysis, statistics, um, like who lives the most happy, fulfilled, content, uh, who has the longest life expectancy, I, I would like argue like I bet Pentecostal I'm not gonna bet because I'm apostolic. Um I I would almost guarantee you that um we rank right up there with the highest life expectancy. You know, we don't we don't drink, we don't smoke. Uh that's our, our I'm going down a tangent. That you know, we don't we don't do these things. Because obviously the word of God, you know, there's there's all kinds of principles. Our body's the temple of the Holy Spirit, you know. Um you know, I mean, on I could go on and on. You know, I'm not. This is the good life, living for God. Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 32, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The truth is, like I said, the people who are living and abiding according to the word of God are the most blessed, joyful, content, people I know in this world. The Bible says in Romans, I believe it's 14 and 17, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy. We have peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. We, oh, I hope I'm getting somewhere. You know, this is the best life. I, like, I can't, I can't express it enough. You know, I guess the, you know, Brother Joe talked about, Brother Joe Hostetler preached today, and he was talking about, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And, and uh, you know, it was very good sermon. Very good. You should have been there if you missed it. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for you. But you should have been there. And, and he's talking about, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And there was a story brought to my mind as I was listening to Brother Joe preach. And I, I remember the story. There was a an atheist in a park. And I told this story just a few weeks ago in my church in Bowman. And there was an atheist giving this lecture in a park about why there is no God. And uh, there's just no God. And, and blah, blah, blah. And he's giving his stats and his facts. or, or you know, Well, not facts, obviously. But he's... um. He's, 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 you know, giving this talk. There is no God. There is no God. And, and he gives his talk and there's a crowd gathered around. And at the end of his talk, he's, he's, you know, he gets done. There's this old man standing out there in the crowd. And, and the old man has a brown paper bag. And in that brown paper bag, he pulls out an apple. And the atheist gets done. He's like, has anybody got any questions about why there's no God? And, and the old man pulls out this apple and he, and he, and he pulls it out and he takes a bite. And he says to the atheist, can you tell me if this apple is sweet? Or can you tell me if this apple is sour? And the atheist stops and he thinks about it for a second. He looks at him and says, you know, I can't tell you. I've never tasted of it. He says, exactly. You've never tasted of God. You can't tell me whether there's no God or not. You know, you've never tasted of it. So if you're out there tonight and you're like, oh, that, that Christianity is garbage. It's baloney. That, that apostolic life is baloney you've never if you've never tasted of it don't don't knock it till you try it let me tell you this from some somebody who's lived both sides this is the best life this is the best life you know i had a friend of mine who worked uh, worked with for many years well, i wouldn't say many because i don't know if i have many years under my belt but you know i worked with him for a few years his name was uh ben ben simons we worked together, and I would call him a friend. But we we worked together, and we'd been we were saying, you know, we'd be finishing the job up for the day, you know, getting done with the job, you know, window job or you know, or siding or whatever. And and people, you know, being nice and courteous in Southwest North Dakota, they're we have really good people here. And uh, you know, they would we'd be standing around, and they would offer Ben a drink. He say, Hey, would you like a you know, would you like a beer? And um, you know, as as Christians, we don't drink. Um, as Bible believers, we're supposed to be sober and, and on and on. But he offers him a beer. You know, would you like a beer? And Ben would always say something, and it always made me laugh. You know, but he would always say, no thanks. My happy maker works. 
I don't I don't need anything outside of living for God to make me happy or to to ease the stress or to ease whatever. You know, we we don't. We have righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Like we this is our this is our happiness. You know, this is the best life. The truth is this is the best life. According to the word of God, this is the best life. It's a good life living for God. Brother Abe, I told you I was going to play a song like five minutes in. Do you have that ready? You want to go ahead and play that, and we'll come back right after this. Amen. about that song just a little bit i am free praise god i'm gonna lift my hands and walk out free in jesus name but anyways <laughs> praise god this is uh obviously the tell like this radio broadcast tonight pastor or brother seth springer filling in for pastor simons but it's a good life living for god living in within the parameters of his truth talked about a little bit earlier just and i'm going to cover it real quick i hope i can hit it real quick we just got a few minutes left we done at 906 is that right yeah we got just a few minutes um but the truth about salvation is there is but one plan of salvation there's one truth we talked about you can't just say a sinner's prayer um and, and think that's okay you can't just you know believe in jesus christ i believe it's james 4 17 if, if i remember right um you know, if you believe, I think it's for James four seventeen. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, you, you know, if you believe there is one God, you do well. The devils believe and they tremble. You know, the devils they they believe, they're not saved. So there's more than belief. But the the plan of salvation, you know, the very first message ever preached, um, of what the plan of salvation was, we find in the book of Acts. And in Acts chapter two, Peter is preaching on the day of Pentecost. You know, he's preaching the gospel, which is the death, the burial, and the resurrection. Of Jesus Christ, and he's preaching to these people, and, and and he's preaching. And Peter, it seems like in the Book of Acts, never gets to finish his sermons. He always gets interrupted. He gets uh, somebody just cuts in, or something happens, you know. But he's preaching, and they said, you know, Acts chapter two, verse, uh, uh, my goodness, thirty-seven. You know, they 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 were pricked in their heart, and they interrupt Peter. You know, uh, you know, men and brethren, what shall we do? He's preaching the gospel at them, and Peter says in Acts chapter two. Verse 38, this is what you do to get right with God. He says, repent, turn from how you're living, repent, 
He says, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins or for the forgiveness or for the payment for your sins. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And then he says, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. In the verse 39, for this promise, he's talking about the promise of the Holy Ghost, is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. The truth about salvation is there is but one plan of salvation. If you go through the Gospels and you look at the Great Commissions, Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, Jesus talks about going to all the world, preach the Gospel, baptize people in the name, singular name, of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Well, what's the name of the Son of God? Of course, it's Jesus Christ. There's one name he's looking for. The name of Jesus. That's why you see in Acts 2, Acts 8, Acts 10, Acts 19, they were always baptized in the name of Jesus. Um, and, and then baptism is essential. It's a huge part of salvation. First Peter 3.21, the like figure where baptism doth also now save us. Huge part of salvation. But there's one plan of salvation. Obviously, we have to come to God in faith and believe that he is. You know, and then we repent when we realize we've sinned and we've messed up. And then we are baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Have our sins paid for. And then we can receive the Holy Ghost. We can receive the Holy Spirit into our lives. Amen. There's a whole other, we can do a whole other hour on what what that looks like. The baptism of the Holy Ghost. But if you want to find out about it, read Acts chapter uh, 2. Read Acts chapter 10. Read Acts chapter 19. Good stuff. Praise God. But there is one truth, one plan of salvation. You can't just make it up. It's got to be from the Word of God, which is the truth. Brother Abe, I'm turning it over to you, over to you tonight. Well, this is the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast. Um, coming to you live from Dickinson, North Dakota. Um, if you'd like to visit our church, you can do that. Um, we have services on Sunday mornings. The New Life Pentecostal Church. And our address is 501 Elks Drive. Sunday mornings, 10 o'clock a.m. is our Sunday school. And 11 o'clock is the worship service. And you're welcome to come join us for that. Also, our next service is Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Um, and that's the New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson, North Dakota. Also in Beach, North Dakota, we have an apostolic service every Tuesday night at the beach community center and you can go have church on the beach or excuse me at beach north dakota <laughs> um, every tuesday night seven thirty at the beach community center um, also in bowman brother seth springer is the pastor of the cornerstone apostolic church the address to that church is 18 north main um, if you'd like to visit them they they have a midweek service on thursday night at seven thirty. Also, if you're from the Beulah area, you can go to the Truth Community Church, and it's an apostolic church. The address to that is 223rd Street, Northwest, Sunday morning. They have service at 1030, and on Wednesday, um, they have service at 7 o'clock, Wednesday night. That's the Truth Community Church in Bowman, North Dakota. Um, This is the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast. And uh, Brother Seth, were you going to close up? prayer tonight? We sure will. <clears throat> Praise God. Thank you guys for listening tonight. And uh, I will close in prayer. Just hope, hope, hopefully I was able to translate this message, you know, where I didn't offend too many people or offend people at all. But, you know, we just got to get a hold of the Word of God as truth and, and stick to that. And everything else, hopefully I convince you tonight, everything else is a lie. Let's just stick to the word of God. But let's pray. Lord Jesus, we love you tonight, God. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, Lord, your power, Jesus. I just thank you for your your spirit, Lord, and me tonight, God. I, I pray for those people tonight who don't have your spirit yet, God, and for the people who, who are struggling in sin, Lord. We pray that you would just reach down tonight if they were able to hear this, God, and save them and give them a hunger for you, Lord. I pray that they would just come to know you, God, and, and, and to you know, God, find you. Pray, Lord Jesus, that you just open our eyes to your truth. We pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. 
Thank you for listening tonight. Lord willing, Pastor Simons will be back next week. Good night. I can be strong. Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.